So, again, our prayer focus for this week is uh, Romans 8.26. And the thought that we have from it, or our phraseology is, no words. Uh, the sessions that we're going to be in are our times of praying during Pray First uh, for the next few weeks is going to be dealing with intercession. The word intercession means to intercede or to stand in the gap for. When you're interceding for someone in prayer, you're, you're standing before God on their behalf. You are sometimes praying with them and sometimes you're praying for them. Uh, sometimes intercession comes with the person who you are praying for not aware that you're praying for them. Sometimes intercession comes with the person that you are praying for, that they are praying with you at the same time. And that there are other times of intercession that when you're praying with somebody, but they're not necessarily praying with you at the same time in the same location, but you're connected and you're on the same page as it relates to what you are praying for the other person for. So before we get deeply into what intercession is that we may do for another person, what's going to kind of uh, pull all of this into focus for us is, and I love this about God's word, and I love this about Jesus, that, that, that God and Jesus, they never um, demand anything of us. Jesus never demanded anything of us in his teachings that he did not first do himself give himself or model himself. So everything that we're asked to do, if we're asked to love our neighbor, it's because Jesus loved, our, loved his neighbor and he showed you how you could do that. If we're asked to love our enemy, it's because Jesus loved his enemy and he gave us an example on how to do that. So in the same wise where it is in prayer that we are to intercede for one another with one another and on the behalf of others the way that we are supposed to do that that model has been set for us in the scripture so before we can know what it is that we need to do for someone else God made sure that he gave an example of him doing it for us are y'all here so this scripture Romans eight twenty six, is uh, the writer explaining to us how the spirit of God intercedes for us and 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 so we're, we're going to talk about that today how the spirit of God intercedes for us we got to remember there's God the father God the son God the holy spirit they all have three uh, uh, distinct purposes and responsibilities uh, Jesus is the son of God he died on the cross for us God is the father of all and the holy spirit is what is in us. If you are saved, then you have the Holy Spirit in you. Amen? Amen. If you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Uh, uh, so in 26, in verse 26, Romans 8 26, it says this. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. What Spirit? The Holy Spirit. How does He help us? He's in us. So how does he help us by being in us? I'm going to say it again. How does he help us by being in us? First of all, he helps us, it says here, in our weakness. Okay? Now, it's not talking about our strength. 
And I'm not saying he doesn't help us when we're strong. But there are times in our life when we are weak. And the Holy Spirit on the inside of us is available to us to help us in those moments of weakness. Now, whether you call upon his help is up to you, but he's still available to you, in you, to help you. But if you don't know that, then you don't know how to call on him. You don't know how to reach out to him. You don't know how to uh, 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 ask of his, of his help and his assistance. But it says right here, again, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness. Watch this. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. What that means is there are times in our life and there are situations in our life. There are things that happen in our life that the circumstance is so difficult and so hard, it takes our breath away and we're left speechless. We're left shocked. We're left uh, uh uh, uh, in a place of being shocked, we're left in a, in a, in a verbal comatose state. Uh, it, it, it's like the wind's been taken out of you. You didn't see that coming. How did that happen? And you're lost for words. People ask you, uh, so what happened? What do you want us to do? And sometimes you're just like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I remember when my wife's mom passed away. My wife was shocked. She was she was, she was without words. I went to her and said, what do you want me to do? And her response was, I don't know. She didn't even know how to pray for herself. She didn't know how to pray for others. There are times, there are things that happen in your life that you didn't expect. Or there are things that come and you just don't know, how, how do I pray for this? How do I deal with this? God, how do I go before you? I don't even know what to say. It, it, it. It's hard to know what to say when you're facing something that you've never faced before. You, you don't have the words for it. Uh, uh, when my first child was born, I didn't have the words for it. When my second child was born, I had the words for it. And the words were, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> when my third child was born, I had more words for it. Why? Because I now have an experience with that circumstance and with that situation. And there are times when things hit your life that you are without words because of the weakness of the situation, you are without words. You don't know what to pray. You know you should be praying. You go to a time of praying, but nothing comes out. No scripture comes to mind. No, no, no inspiration happens. You just, what am I supposed to do? It says in the next part of that scripture, but, and again, I told y'all before, I love the buts in the scripture because the word but, whatever is said after it, helps to cancel out what is said before it. And it says, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. The Bible says the Spirit of God that resides on the inside of you, when you get to a place of weakness and you don't know what to pray, the Spirit of God says, if you let me take it, I'll take it. And he will rise up in you and he will begin to intercede for you when you don't know what to say. I don't know about you, but I remember times going to prayer, not knowing what to say. And what just came out of my mouth was a moan. What came out of my mouth was just, oh, God. What came out of my mouth was a cry. 
what came out of my what came out of my eyes were tears. What came out of my what came out of myself was weeping. And and and, and when that began to happen, that was the spirit himself beginning to intercede, beginning to rise up, beginning to take control, and beginning to intercede on your behalf. In other words, when you don't know what to do, and you're standing right here, and you're at the end of your rope, and the situation makes you just want to go crazy and bonkers, and you're in the place of prayer, and you don't have any words, the Holy Spirit rises up and says, Take a seat. I got it from here. And he stands whoo, in you. Uh, he stands up in you, but between you and God and begins to intercede for you to God and says, God, this is your daughter. God, this is your son. You know what they're going through. And, and what that translates back to you is a groaning. It's a moaning. It's, it's, it's a more completion uh, 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 of still not knowing what to utter. But after a while of not knowing what to utter, after a while of not knowing what to say, after a while of crying and, and, and just laying before God and being exhausted with expression. After a while, something stands up in you and you remember a scripture. You remember a word. You remember a story. You remember a testimony. You remember something from God's word. You remember that something that somebody said to you. And you begin to stand up. And you begin to pray, God, no, 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 no. This is not your end for me. God, you've got greater things. And you begin to declare out what the Holy Spirit was interceding for you because you didn't know what to say when it first hit you. That's what the Holy Holy Spirit does in your life. And he intercedes for you with groanings that are too deep for your words until you get words. Are you here? But I want to bring this to your attention and then I'm going to stop because I want us to go into a time of prayer. Understand this. The Holy Spirit doesn't intercede for you when you don't pray. Are you here? The Holy Spirit intercedes for you when you go to pray and you don't know what to say. We we sometimes think, and I've heard it before, when I got to pray, the Holy Spirit's interceding for me. No, that's not what that says. It says that the Holy Spirit is partnering with you when you go into prayer. The Holy Spirit stands up in you. When you go to prayer and don't know what to say, the Holy Spirit speaks words for you. When you begin to speak words and you don't know what to utter. Thank you for listening to Table Turner Podcasts.